On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, yo, this is Heath with Malcontent. You're listening to The Loud Spot with your boy Sebastian. Oh, no! Oh, boy! And here it comes! The motherfucking Loud Spot! That's right, you're listening to the almighty Hot Zone! Doing the intro to the Loud Spot Podcast! You're goddamn right! We're doing intro for podcast now! And if you don't like it, you can suck the entire circumference of my... Wayne Tretzky with the squeals and the drops! P1E goes on till it pops! Cannonball, no trust the cop! Johnny Spotswood just don't know when to stop! Hey, see you later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosme, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we have, like, literally one of the most amazing shows you've ever had on this podcast. We have a guy right here on my Zoom call named Sam McIntosh, and he owns a company called Diamond Noise Agency. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm just excited that you are on this podcast, and I also want to say... Like I told you before we started this, I didn't believe you were who you said you were when you first messaged me. Well, who was I supposed to be then? I, I don't understand. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, the thing is you get a lot of messages from people trying to promote other people's bands because they, they like their music. And they're like, hey, play these guys on, the, on your podcast. And I'm like, okay, but who are you? Like, are you in the band? And then I asked you, you're like, you can play them. You're like, trust me. Yeah. And then I saw in the band's Jack's Diaries, and I saw their music video, uh, and at the end of the video, it actually said Diamond Noise Agency. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't have to do that. I, I don't understand why they did that. I appreciate it. I love it. Um, I love the shout-out that they gave me, but I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you ain't going to tell me. I work for them. I don't understand where, where they're where, why they needed to – but uh, – you know, it's one of those things. It's a nice gesture, and and uh, I didn't know, I had no idea they were doing that because they spend a lot of money on that video, and all the other videos that they do, and they only are spending more and more money on videos now since COVID nineteen. So yeah, well, it gave you some street cred, and it definitely gave you validity uh, to me and whoever else you're talking to because I saw that and I was like, this guy's the real deal. So Sam. I appreciate you reaching out to me in the first place, and then I appreciate you wanting to be on the podcast and talk about some of the other bands that you're close with. Yeah, you're my first uh, podcast. Um, you know, I, I always get offered to do podcasts, but I, I don't like to hear myself talk. So um, <laughs> I don't like to hear myself talk either. Just FYI, I really you don't. Know, who am I? That's always it. Who am I? Why, why do you need to listen to me? I'm nobody important. But um, as as I've get as I've gotten older and the agency has grown as well, you know we have agents in in uh, the UK, Europe, uh, France, um, Russia. Uh, we're still waiting for our our first Australian and our first Japanese uh, agents. 
Um, and soon we're, we'll hopefully take over with our roster and, and be able to offer services for our artists to basically tour globally. So, well, how, Why did you start? Like, How long ago did you start Diamond, Diamond Noise? Uh, Diamond Noise was actually about two years ago is when I started. Uh, I was working for another agency, and that agency was taking a different route, uh, a, a route I, I wasn't wasn't with uh to to merge with a a record label that i I wasn't happy with and i'm not going to name any names or anything like that so uh (laughs) but it's a record label that i've dealt with before in the past um and i knew it was not going to work out and unfortunately i had uh i had bands on my roster that still needed representation so i let them know hey here's what's going on Here's where the agency is going. Um, you could go with them or you could stay with me. Well, if you know anything about this business, it's about the relationship you build. It's not about the it's not about the agency itself. It's about the agent and the band relationship. Um, so they decided they told they, they let me know, well, we're staying with you. Unfortunately, you can't have an at gmail.com account <laughs> when trying to really solidify yourself as an agent and represent artists. So right. uh, that's where Diamond Noise Agency came into place. Because trust me, I, I, I looked around and tried to join a couple other agencies. Um, and of course, I was told uh, your artists don't make enough money to be on this agency. Of course, I didn't like the idea of how uh, some of these agencies will will poach from the um will poach from the, the agent themselves. So if I make 10%, they're going to take an additional, the agency is going to take an additional 25% to cover their costs, their operating costs and their operating budget. It's, it's almost like a barber or something like that, renting a right. chair. So, um, so yeah, I just decided let's go ahead and launch this thing. Not looking forward to it. Not looking forward to doing the business license and the LLC. So here we are today. Um, and, and, there's been times where I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted to say fuck this and close <laughs> up shop and you know dealing with bands um, and dealing with uh, uh, attitudes and and now dealing with COVID it's been pretty difficult but uh, yeah. we're going to survive through the thing and we just got to wait out the storm and we'll be back to normal. So well, I checked out a lot of the bands that you represent and I listened to a lot of them just kind of scrolling through. And they all seem to have really good branding. You have an ear for what you like. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. I do want to get this. I do want to start a song right now. And you sent me a band called Transient. Transient. And the song is called Nightmare. So I don't know much about the band you sent me. I just know you were able to send them to me. So what can you tell me about Transient? So Transients is a uh, band led by uh, former bassist for Smile Empty Soul and 12 Stones, uh, Jody Lindell. Uh, he's a seasoned veteran as well. Uh, he, he wanted to launch this personal project. Uh, they're out of New Orleans. They're brand new. I mean, like brand new. He, they've been working on this for about a year to two years, I guess, is what he tells me before I came along. Um, but... They sent me the, sent me this song and said, "Hey, we're going to launch this stuff." And and I was like, "All right, hold up just a second. Don't go out and just because you're so brand new, let's do this right from the beginning." So, tomorrow uh, Sunday night, Sunday, 
It is their video for this song, Nightmares, premiering on Dreambound. Um, so hopefully we get a lot of eyes on it. The song is already out via Spotify and all the streaming platforms, so you can go purchase it anywhere. Um, we we have. Uh, I'm actually in Nashville, heading to New Orleans in the morning to <laughs> to uh, go meet with the guys. We're supposed to shoot a music video down there. Uh, that's been rescheduled just a little bit, but we're still going to have the, the big meeting so we can do pre-production for next year. So the band's exciting. They're excited band. Uh, very, all of them are seasoned musicians from the local scene, uh, friends Perfect. of his. So we're hoping for great things with this band, but they understand it's going to be a long road ahead and you got to spend a lot of money in marketing and getting out there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, let's go ahead and play Transient right now with this song, Nightmare. I'm excited to hear it, so let's jam it. Let's go.
that is very different than Smile Empty Soul. <laughs> yeah. That's very, a good song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest things is, is uh, we met through a mutual friend, Daniel Mary. Shout out to Daniel, Daniel Mary out in Louisiana, works for Alt 92.3. Um, he, he does, a, he, they work at, uh, they also own a company called Give It Hell Promotions. And, you know, one of my artists, the anchor, uh, they do shows for. So that's how we got all connected. And he says, Hey, I have this project. And then it's like, Hey, I don't pick up baby bands <laughs> um, because it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work that goes in, in, into it. I usually like to jump in probably around the five, 6,000 likes, uh, before, um, in other words, when they've already tested themselves and they already have things going on, um, and it knows it's going to work out because, you know, being in a band is not easy. So no. I, under- I understand that. And, uh, not everyone can do it, uh, you know, financially, uh, personal life choices, you know, family, stuff like that. It takes a lot to get a band to the top. So I'm aware of that. Um, I've been doing it for 20 years and still have yet to hit that, that big artist that's going to, to, to make it big. Cause they usually just give up. They usually uh, give up and quit um, because it's just so hard. And I, that's the reason why. I think you're on the right path to something. You have some really good bands. You kind of answered my next question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, and maybe elaborate on it a little bit more. Um, what does it take for you to pick up a band and say, yes, I will be your manager. So there's a lot of stuff that that's involved. Um, the first thing I'm going to look for is the, the image and the branding as well as the music itself. Uh, it's, if you're, if you're creating something new, I'm going to find you. I promise you, I'm going to find you. If you're creating something hot and something new, uh, a lot of times in the music industry, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel, so to speak. Um, a lot of it's kind of cookie cutter-ish. Um, but I can listen through the, through the music and see that there's something where you're going towards. Um, we just got to find you with the right uh, producers and, and maybe, you know, so we can identify your sound and what you're trying to go for. What, what you know, what message are you trying to put across? So the first thing, music. Then your image branding, um, the 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 second thing, uh, and, and the reason why I put those two together because they're just as important as the other. Um, so you know that's I put those things as number one. The second thing that I'm looking for is your work ethic. You know how much work are you going to put into this thing because it's not easy. Um, and if I have to put more work into this than you do. You're the one that creates the content. I'm the one that creates the help you create the hype and the buzz. Right. And then I just repackage it and I sell it. That's all I do. At the end of the day, I manage your band. I'm I'm hired by you. So uh, your work ethic is, is is next, and then your availability to tour. Remember, I am a booking agent. I, I yes. know I'm a lot different than a lot of probably booking agents that are out there, um, and I'm very involved with your release content. Yeah, your how you know setting up the the uh, production timeline uh, physically for the next physical year, as well as your budgets and and what you want to accomplish. So I'm helping you do that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, you're the boss. If you say I don't want to release content, I don't want to make content. Well, then what good am I? So yeah, what are you um, what are you doing at that point, really? So so as your manager, 
you, and I'm sure it's hard right now with what's going on, but I'm sure, so you're the one that gets them the shows, like, you're the one that gets them the tours, and is, would that be accurate to say, like, you're the one that gets them, like, the, these big venues? Well, it's a team effort. It's just not one, one-sided. one Yes, for the most part, I'm probably the one that attains the gigs for them, the paying gigs, so they can... Uh, you know, perform in front of a, a live live audience, or whether it be online. A lot of it's online stuff now. Um, but if they, let's say they they have a friend of a friend of a friend, you know how those goes. <laughs> yeah. And they say, hey, I got this dude. You know, we toured together back in the day, or I got this friend. Then I, you know, I'll do a follow up with with that, um, and it looks a little bit more presentable. But uh-huh. at the same time, you know, I always tell them, hey, you reach out first and bring me into the loop. So and, and let me let me introduce myself and then I'll hound them and I'll do the follow ups and I'll, I'll do all the annoying things that it takes to make something happen. So the band can go back to doing what they do best. Make music. music. That's right. That's it. I, I like that. Uh, what do you know about uh, is it vital signs? Vital signs. Yes. So Vital Signs is out of Denver. Uh, they're one of my new, newer acts. They've been a, a band for a little bit over a year. Um, they had a little bit of a line, uh, lineup change. They just released their new song today, uh, Coda. Uh, but I didn't know if we were going to have it ready by then um, with all the stuff that's going on in a video to soon follow. Um, but I sent you Phantom Limbs. Uh, this song they, This song is what got me... Um, of course, I'm very partial to metalcore, uh, but these these guys have a, a similar slaves issues uh, type sound, a very poppier sound. Uh, the the lead singer has a very wide vocal range that we're still working on. You know, we're working on their image stuff like that. They never really got. Uh, they haven't had a chance to tour because thanks to COVID, much like a lot of other bands, yep. including Jack's Diary from the past. Yeah, you know. You get them, and then all of a sudden, oh, here we go. So we're waiting to tour for the next physical year if, if uh, everything works out right. If not, you know, we're working on their sound, trying to identify their sound. If you listen to their sound, you can hear a lot of – you can pick up a lot of those subtle notes and a lot of those uh, electronic stuff. We're going about to play them, but I do want to say before we do, I am very, very happy you reached out to me. I'm happy to know you uh, and talk with you. Because of your wealth of knowledge in the industry, and I think it's important for other bands to hear this podcast and to understand what it takes to really make it to that next level, that next step, that next, you want to do something, you're not just going to get discovered overnight, not anymore you're not. No. You used to be able to, now you have to work at it, and you have to prove Well, uh, you know, and I'll say this in defense, it's not that you get discovered overnight, you get discovered in a record label and a marketing team are pushing you out there. So you that's how you're getting discovered. Someone's pumping money into your project to push you out there to the universe so people can listen. And because there's so many bands out there. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of bands out there. And there's a lot Trust of good me, ones. I just went through a reverb nation opportunity and, and, and shout out to Lou. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity, but I will never, ever do that again. There is a lot of music, uh, and a lot of it's not for me. We'll put it that way. <laughs> um, a lot of it needs some work, but uh, and not everyone has the it quality, the, the, the star quality that 
people find entertaining. So you have to keep that in mind. You may be an introvert and quiet and don't want to talk about it, but when you get out there on the stage and when you meet people, they want to they want to live past you or live through you. And yep. if you're just, I think Lemmy, I think I saw it through like a Lemmy post. Uh, it's like dress like a rock star, act like a rock star. That doesn't mean do cocaine and blow and <laughs> fucking fuck hookers up night kind of thing and, and wreck hotel rooms. It just means be eccentric. Uh, you know, make people want to be you or listen to you or attracted. I think the best way to do that is to be yourself and don't hide it. Now don't hide it. Let's play this song right now. We got 25 minutes left. We got three songs to play. This is vital signs, vital signs with their song phantom limbs. I'm excited to hear it. Let's rock it right now.
Yeah, that's a really good song, man. <laughs> They're all good. Like I said, uh, the lead singer has a, has a voice, and we just need to find the right um, the the right music that fits him. Um, they, you know, they he can write he can he can belt out those notes. So I, I you know, hopefully. It's going to take some time to build that trust. Uh, you know, that's one of the biggest things between artist and management is you just can't come in there hot saying, do this, do that, do those kind of things, uh, because they're the boss. It's like if you went to your job and just tell them, I think you guys should do things this way. I'm pretty sure you're going to find yourself uh, uh, packing up your shit at the end of the day <laughs> and, and probably uh, exiting the building. So, um when you when you are hiring other, because I, I went through your Facebook page a little bit today. When you are hiring other agents for your team, what do you look for in an agent, like someone who's want, wanting to maybe be a promoter, trying to get other bands for you to listen to? What do you look for as far as like, do you look for their knowledge of the industry, what kind of style they like, like what is what does it take to work for you in that aspect? I'm looking for obviously the same kind of taste in music. Um, you know, we are a brand at the end of the day. Um, but if you look at my roster personally, I, I, I go anywhere from, from the, to the pop music all the way to the heavy stuff. Um, I look for good music. I look for good branding on, on the artist's behalf. So when, when an agent, uh, promoter wants to become an, a, uh, an agent, He's the number one thing he's got to have is tour history experience. He's got to have built in relationships in the regions he's wanting to book. He or she is wanting to book. Right. Uh, Cause we do have a female, Melly. Melly, she's, uh, you know, Russian born. Um, she's actually Jack's, Jack's, uh, spouse, his <laughs> wife. She okay. books all the UK, Ukraine and, and, uh, Russia and Malaysia and, and Southeast Asia, uh, tours. Um, because she can speak the language and she's been doing it for so long. So she's his booking agent when it comes to the Russian side of uh, booking. So I'm looking for someone that has tour, tour history experience, built-in relationships, um, because that's going to tell me what kind of work, uh, you know, work they have done and what kind of work that they can do. Booking's not a hard, it, it's not a hard job at all. Uh, anybody can do it. I'm a monkey myself, you know. I, uh, I'm, I'm Neanderthal dragging my my knuckles across the floor. The biggest thing is the follow ups and, um, and and the uh, relationships that I build with the promoters. And, and shout out to promoters; they're golden. Venue owners, talent buyers, promoters. Without these guys, we can't do our job. Um, and but without the bands, they can't have a venue or anything. So it's all catch twenty two. We all have right. to coexist with each other. I, th- I think what you're doing is amazing. Like seriously, and I, you know you're the you're the first agency I've, I've talked to, and I'm sure other agencies have very similar. Um, I I don't know if it's a similar style of the way they do things, because you might do it differently. But I'm sure they have similar. Stories. I want to ask you. We don't have a whole lot of time left. We got two bands, about seventeen minutes. I do want to ask if you can shortly. Um, what places have you been as an agency, or even working for other agencies? Like, have you gone on tours and got like this the backstage, like you know, just the whole idea of what it's like being backstage, like at maybe Vans Warped Tour, Ozfest, or one of those bigger uh, places. 
Yeah, I have way too many of those stories. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, like I said, I've been working this industry for 20 plus years, uh, independent. Um, I've worked for a couple record labels on the marketing side of the house. Uh, I've been assistants in uh, record labels. Um, recently, uh, I just left uh, Stage Call, uh, a, a trucking company, a production company, um, not too long ago. So um, it, it was that, you know, our, we were on these big arena tours and stuff like that. So I see the production side of the house as well. Um, yeah, I have way too many stories, and we don't have enough time well, for that. But the right. Vans Warped Tour, uh, I've been on, on tour with, with the bands on Vans Warped Tour as their tour manager. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of those things where th- there's a lot, of st- a lot of moving parts to the industry when it comes to the production side of the house. And bands got to understand that, uh, you know, I always say, number one, Kiss your sound guy's ass at, at the beginning and end of the night. Even if they did a horrible job, tell them they did great. <laughs> well, one day, get in the van. <laughs> one day, one day, I'm gonna be right there with you on on a tour, and we're gonna be rocking the stages together. I'll have That's my right. podcast equipment going, and you'll be managing the bands, and we're gonna have a lot of fun, drink some beers, and we're too old to party too hard. But we'll, yeah, still, exactly. we'll, still, we'll still party a little bit. We'll have enough. We'll have enough to have a good time. That's for sure. Enough to not get our, let our wives disappointed in us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next band I do want to talk about is Dispositions. And the song you sent me is called For You. Uh, like a 30-second, maybe yep. minute thing about the band. Dispositions are out of Dallas. Uh, they, they are a metalcore metal band. Um, they have a show coming up October 18th down, uh, down in, at Halfham Theater. I think that's how you say it. Um, check them out. Yeah, all these all these artists. They're current. These songs are currently on Spotify. Check them out. Go listen to them if you like them. All right. And this is Dispositions. Song is called "For You." I can't wait to check them out right now as well. Take 
its way through my awful soul And I never meant to build a broken home Out of arguments and broken bones And after all the things that I fucked up You're the only thing that I'm proud of You understand it when you're all grown up You make me finally feel like I was good Yeah, they are, every band you've sent me tonight is absolutely phenomenal. Before we go on that, though, I do want to say that um, I wish people could see you on camera because you're pretty funny, like, on camera. Like, <laughs> earlier I saw, like, you hurt yourself doing something. Like, uh, I was love. You know, as you get old, you start to notice the wrinkles. And uh, as, as a 41-year-old, I just... I was like, shit, there's a double chin there. And I know I'm fat. Uh, I'm not not stupid or naive to it, but... But did you you stub your toe earlier? Uh, I I ended up uh, slamming my knee against the table as I I came back from smoking a cigarette. So, yeah, it was not fun. I saw that. I saw you like, ow! And I immediately felt your pain because I stubbed my toe (laughs) or hit my knee all the time. So, uh, I should start videoing again because I think it's... It's kind of fun. Just I got I got to get a little better at it. Maybe I'll find someone as I grow, you know. And I think that we're growing this podcast great. So it's I'm having so much fun with I'm having so much fun with it. Okay, the band Threats. Threats is from uh, Spain. Uh, they're actually one of my agents' bands, uh, and that's how I found it. I found this band, and then I found him. He actually runs a a production company in Spain. Um, a promotions company in Spain called, I think it's called East Side, okay. um, East Side Pro- uh, Pro- Promotions or Productions. And, um, so we ended up t- chatting back and forth and, and, uh, I said, you know, how many tours have you done? How many, what's your experience? And he was like, well, I've booked all over Portugal, Spain, France, Germany for, wow. for my bands. And I said, well, guess what? You know, I have these positions open. I'm needing agents. Um, and and it just led from there. But I fell in love with his band. Now we're still in development to bring them over here to the United States. Uh, you know, because I covered United States, Canada, and Mexico. Um, and so I just I let them know that you know you're not ready exactly yet to come over here. It would be a waste of money for you. Um, so you know, but I love the band. I love the the, the route it's going. They just sent me a new song today. Um, it's really good. Uh, they have a video coming out pretty shortly, but this song's uh, this song is real. It'll 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 you'll enjoy the punk side of it. All right, 
<laughs> and if you watch the video, it's definitely Rage Against the Machine meets metal. Okay, cool. Uh, well, before I play this song, I do want to say one thing. I want to go back to um, to branding. And what I mm-hmm. want to say about that is uh, this is how important branding is. Without the comic book drawing that Evan, my friend Evan, did for me, uh, that you wind up seeing, I don't know that you would have reached out to me because you were kind of not really a podcast type person. And yeah. You saw that. I, I, and you went- I, I, I admit, I, I tend to stick to the radio side of the house when it comes to these interviews um, or stick to the, the paper media or something like that. So podcasting is fairly new um, and it's fairly something that, you know, I didn't know if I want to do or, or reach out and talk to. Um, but you and I built a report just from the Jack's diary. You know, we're even talking about uh, maybe me showing back up every every 15th or so of the month and yep. bring you four bands you probably never heard of. I was going to call four bands at Slam. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, maybe not on my roster, but just out there that you need to pay attention to. These guys are going places. They're doing things. They're making the right moves. Um, cause I know a lot of those bands are on different agencies. Um, and I, I, I'd love them if they came to my agent, but unfortunately not. Well, man, I, I'm happy. I did. I'm happy you reached out to me. Thanks to that comic drawing. That is how important branding is. You get in touch with people when you have a good brand, even if you're not good at your job, you have a big brand, people pay attention to it. And then you get better at it because you like the recognition and I'll leave it at that. Right now, we are going to play Threats. This song is called The Game of Offense. So, let's jam it right now.
I would say your analogy of that band is spot on, and you were absolutely right. I do fucking love them. And I yeah. love, one thing I love is when a band says motherfucker. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know why, it's like, yeah, motherfucker. Because I, I secretly think that's your word. Uh, but yeah, if you check out the video, you can. It, it's very political, it's very fueled with hate, and very fueled with capitalism, it's very rage against the machine. And that's what I got. Music should... Do something to you. Should invict your emotions. Hate, like, uh, love, crying, stuff like that. Um, if it doesn't do that, then maybe it's not your type of music or the, the the singer didn't portray the song very well. I'll tell you what. That song, it was a great song. And then once I heard the mf in there, I was like, hold on. Let me, let me listen a little bit more closely to what he's saying. Because that's like the, that's the kind of stuff I like. I love when bands just... Just have that f u mentality, I, and I don't. I've always loved it since I was like a, since I first started listening to rock music. It's like something I'm like yeah. middle finger, you know, kind of like. I think Rage yeah. Against Machine did that to us. It definitely did that to us when you know. So I, I think so. Do, is there any bands? We only have like two minutes, a little over two minutes left. Is there any bands that you want to give a shout out to on the podcast that maybe we'll get on when I talk to you again? Hopefully, sometime soon. You know, uh, right now I'm, I'm dealing with a pop band called Animal Sun. You guys got to check those guys out. Cool. They're going to be doing great things. Of course, shout out to all my all the bands. The Anchor out of Denver, uh, a metalcore band with a, a female uh, lead singer. She's probably the best screamer, growler in the industry. Check her out. Um, hands down, probably the best. And, and I don't usually give that. And it just cause it's just great that she's on my roster. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, of course, Jack Diaries, my boys out of Italy, doing great things. All my artists are doing great things in, in, in general. So, you know, check them out. Vital Signs, uh, their brand new dis- dispositions, all, all those guys. I can go on for days. So. Everybody needs right now to pay attention to this podcast and follow Diamond Noise Agency. They have a Facebook page. If you are in a band and you want recognition, this guy can put you on the right path to success. He knows what he's doing. You can tell by the way he talks. If you want to go places, don't ignore his comments. You better just get ready to get to the next level. And once you do, he'll be there to help you out. Yep. Just make sure you you come willing to work hard and leave Leave your attitudes at the door because that's not – we got to work together as a team. So Absolutely. Hey, Sam, it's been great having you on the podcast. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. We're going to end this right now. Thank you again for being on the podcast. I look forward to working with you, and we're going to continue to work together. So see you, everybody. See ya. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? 
Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.